0: Success. Success, mish, mish, success. 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 Hi, Ben. How
1: hey. are you doing? Hi. I'm great. Thanks. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. I've prepared my issue for today, which is the self-help industry.
1: Oh. So to help yourself. To self-helping yeah. yourself.
2: I, I don't get what you didn't understand. Oh, I, I, just, I, I don't get what you're trying to explain it.
1: I didn't know it was an industry. I thought it was just books.
2: Yeah, so there are books and websites and podcasts and conferences you can pay a lot to go to we th- Do you
1: think this podcast is part of the self-help industry?
0: N- no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no. Well, today we might help s- yourself if you are yourself a uh, tax evader or a wealthy individual trying to hide some money. Probably I've got some tips for you because my issue is tax evasion, Woo! so this could be our only self-help episode, yeah. specifically for avoiding to pay tax Making to your country. An
2: easy buck. Yeah, and what's your song called?
1: Uh, my song is called "Hey Taxman, Don't Touch My Money." <laughs> <laughs> okay, my
2: song is called "Success."
1: Well, success. And
2: success.
1: And if you success, probably we could combine those. And if you manage to hide your money from the taxman, uh, all your billions. That
2: would be a success. Success.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let's start the pod.
2: Let's start the pod. And songs, fourth episode ever. If you want to be happy and learn how to pay less tax and get away with it, this is the podcast for you. Hello, listeners. Hi. I I
1: mean, I'm. Yeah.
2: Well, you're not the listener. No, sorry. Hello, listeners. Today we will dabble in the depth of the dark side of personal development and decipher the dysfunctions of this industry that is supposed to help consumers find success. Then we will talk about paying taxes, and more specifically, not paying taxes, and all the tips and tricks to track your trillions through tax havens.
1: Wow, that's a full menu on the pod today.
2: Full menu. And today we actually have two listeners' questions. All oh, right, what?
1: and two what? And two podcast people. Uh, you're in France right now, Marine.
2: Yep. Well, as usual, yeah.
1: Yep. And uh, I'm in uh, Sweden.
2: Well, this is our li- first listeners' question from a lovely girl called Clara from Dusseldorf. Oh, wow. In Germany. Okay. Get a what, what for all the German fans. Woo!
1: Hello, Dusseldorf fans.
2: Here's the question. What is the best and the worst advice you've ever gotten?
1: Okay, I was a bit taken by surprise by this. I thought you were going to read it out. I, I didn't know Clara was actually going to be on the pod with us. Yeah. I mean, not technically.
2: So I think the best advice I've ever gotten was when someone told me, well, my boyfriend told me, that there are no bad choices. It's what you make of them. So it takes the pressure off making the choice. All right. So that's nice
1: great advice Um, don't worry what you do it doesn't matter it's what you imagine it it matters it doesn't what okay
2: what okay there's another great advice I got and it's put semi-salted butter instead of unsalted butter when you're baking cakes
1: right and that makes them a bit saltier is that
2: life-changing how about do you have any advice that was given to you that was good
1: uh not advice as such. I think it's probably reactions of people that, that can be eye-opening rather than actual advice. I can't think of anything, apart from that time that you told me I was an idiot, and then it got me thinking, oh, yeah, maybe I am an idiot, and then...
2: What, really? Did I ever say that ever? Did I ever say something that was not really nice to my big brother ever in my life? I
1: might be misremembering.
2: <laughs> I think you are.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Any other questions that Wait, I could that's maybe- the
2: best advice part and the worst advice i've ever gotten was when i had a bad back and playing the violin was painful for me this lady told me to play like the violin on on the right arm like reverse the arms that was terrible advice
1: didn't they do that in the middle ages
2: yeah probably but you, you can't learn a whole it's like learning a whole new instrument do you have one or share with you the next question? Okay,
1: my problem here is that I don't have any recollection of any advice being given to me ever.
0: Oh. So it's
1: really hard for me to have any answers to this. I mean, the thing is, there's probably lots and lots of advice that has been given to me. But I think the main problem is not that it's bad or good. It's that I don't listen.
0: Okay.
1: So I have no clue. I don't know these questions. I don't know. They're just kryptonite questions. I don't, I have no clue. I don't know.
2: Take my advice. I'm obviously not using it. <laughs>
1: oh, that's funny. That could probably be on a wooden sign in a hipster cafe or something.
2: The other listener's question we have is also from another Claren Dusseldorf who listens to our podcast.
1: And it's, a, it's from a person with the same name. Yes. And from the same place.
2: How amazing. Wow. And with the same accent as well. What are the odds? <laughs> Let's hear it.
0: Hi. What do you think should be taxed but isn't?
1: Uh, oh, that's a good question, Clara from Dusseldorf. Um, I think we should tax uh, unpoliteness.
2: Oh, yeah. Cutting in queues. Taxed.
1: Boom. Don't say thank you when somebody holds you the door. Bam.
2: Oh, yeah. Bam. Tax Money. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hold the door. One euro. <laughs> you forget to say thank you to the, the cashier. Two euros. Boom. Can go quite fast.
1: When you're in the countryside and you drive to the side of the road to let the other car go and they don't lift their hand to say thanks, boom, tax. Tax, 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 tax.
2: You forget to to put your indicator on. Tax.
1: That's not even a a word, is it? Unpoliteness. Isn't it called rudeness?
2: Uncivility. What do we know? Two French people trying to do a podcast in English.
1: I've got got a good suggestion of stuff that should be taxed uh, all the time. Yeah. Uh, Income. And wealth.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they
1: should be fairly taxed wherever you are on the world. And that would help everybody to get access to well-funded social uh, security services such as healthcare, for example. I mean, that's just a crazy idea I'm throwing out there.
2: Wow. Maybe a bit avant-garde for the, for the era. Yeah, that-
1: of course they are taxed. But uh, that is, of course, the subject of tax evasion. But first we wanted to, to help ourselves to a large portion of self-help.
2: Yeah, self-help, or self-development, or self-improvement, or whatever you want to call it. It exists on many platforms, books, on YouTube, and podcasts, and seminars, anything. For uh, self-help books, I thought it could be nice to call them shelf-help. All right. Um, okay. thought that deserves a laugh. But I didn't that. get it. I, I it. didn't get the joke. <laughs> but
1: you just carry on. Just carry Shelf-help,
2: on. Help, like a bookshelf. Okay,
1: I get I uh, it, but I don't get it. But just carry on. Just
2: don't get why it's funny. No, because it's probably not. I think that's the the issue. Okay, so why is self help an issue? Because it seems quite nice. <laughs> uh, it actually is often founded on very few or no scientific research. Right. When I was reading through self help books and book title, the word that came up so often is the word success, success, success. As in it was the goal you had to have in your life. Success or happiness? Well, I don't think the your life goal should be happiness.
1: You don't think we should try and be happy? I
2: No. I think...
1: What? <laughs> that's
2: <laughs> That sounds weird, I know. I think we should try to be happy, but I don't think happiness should be our ultimate goal. Because... Happiness is fleeting. Happiness is like a feeling. It's not a durable state of being. It's a feeling. So I think you shouldn't strive for success and happiness. You should strive for balance in your life. I think that's more important. That's just my my world view.
1: Yeah, but if you're balanced and and unhappy and bored, I mean, what's the point?
2: Well, if you're unhappy and bored, you're not balanced, are you?
1: Okay, so not only focusing on happiness but focusing on a rounded life where uh, you develop all parts of your uh, capabilities and of your mind.
2: Yeah, so I, I found in self-help they often make you focus on the positive, like in write in a gratitude diary and uh, write everything positive that has happened to you today and then what that makes you do is... Not look at the negative and not deal with the negative, and I think I think that can be very damaging. The other thing that bothers me about self help is that it says that you are the key to your own success you have the power to change yourself, and it just puts so much guilt on you if you don't manage that's kind of the the reverse of that like what if you have a mental disease and you actually need More treatment than a self help book.
1: Mm. What I try and do is just ignore, ignore them, and then maybe they go away. No, I'm joking.
2: (laughs) That's precisely my issue. uh,
1: I I really understand what you're saying in the sense that uh, some self help books tell you to um, just get on with it and force yourself to be the ideal person that you wish you were. Instead of getting there,
2: shut up and be happy.
1: Yeah, and you need to. You, you can get there, but through a place that's more honest and the, where you have to work through some stuff. Maybe I don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey, would you have a song on on that topic? Maybe
2: I do. It's it's called success.
1: Success. Yeah. Do you think the song is a success?
2: Oh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs>
1: that's great because you're, apparently you're against success.
0: Yeah. Day, I wrote in my gratitude diary, it's all about keeping the good or bad binary. I held a 50 second power pole, with which success on me I imposed. Look for the positive. Deal with the negative. Be proactive and competitive. Accept change, but keep up your habits. Your morning workout should be systematic. Happiness leads to success. Success, 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 success. leads to success. Yes, success, success. 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 Success 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 Take a look at your vision board Reflect on your goals Vision boarding Ooh, vision boarding That's how we keep happy and healthy souls Vision boarding Ooh, vision boarding Surround yourself with successful people Other friends may be Deceitful Look for the positive, overlook the negative, be productive, be creative, accept change, but keep up your rhythm, your water intake like should be a given. Happiness leads to success, 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 success. Happy, ooh, happy, happy Happiness will make you thin Pretty, pretty, happy makes you pretty Happiness won't be a strife With these five easy tips to lead a better life Better life Happiness is a a token That comes from smiling and ignoring what is broken Happiness won't be a strife with these five easy tips to lead a better life it's a war gone by. Happiness is a warm god.
1: Wow,
2: sucks.
1: That's such a great song, Marine. Oh, thank you. I think you you were unfair towards yourself. I think that is a success.
0: Good job. Did
1: you achieve this level of songwriting uh, by ignoring the negatives and focusing on the positives?
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, overlook the negative. Mm. So I have this list of uh, book names. Oh, right.
1: Did you vision board them?
2: I didn't vision board them. (laughs) Um, In my bullet journal these lists of book names and I thought you could try and tell me which ones are the self-help book titles and which ones are the children books
1: okay great hungry caterpillar children's book I'm I'm gonna nail this game
2: okay so let's start with an easy one okay bubbles the unicorn
1: uh self-help book
2: what (laughs) I said an easy come on it's a kid's book what
1: OK, sorry. It's like okay. children's book. Uh,
2: the Trouble with Secrets. Self-help book. No, kids' book. Oh. The Secret.
1: Oh, but that's a really famous self-help book. And that's, I think, yeah. the core of the issue here with self-help books is that...
2: Uh, <laughs> is that particular book, yeah.
1: Because my point of view is there are lots of great ones, but there's, there's, there's an issue there somewhere, which is why we're talking about this,
2: hence okay.
1: the name of the podcast. Yes, yeah, sorry, I interrupted the game.
2: OK, the next one is God loves everyone but you. Uh, Which is a terrible name, by the way.
1: <laughs> um, self-help book.
0: No, kids'
1: book. <laughs> Sorry, kids' book. I meant to say kids' book.
0: I think I
2: think it's like a kids' book but from the 90s or something, or from the 80s. <laughs> okay. uh,
1: well, I mean, you haven't said The Hungry Caterpillar once, and I know that one.
2: Okay. <laughs> the Wonderful Things You Will Be. Self-help book. Kids. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So, your son is a centaur.
1: The sun is in, in, in the sky?
2: No, as your, like, son and daughter. So, your son is a centaur.
1: Uh, self, her book.
2: Yes. And it comes with... Wow, a, finally. In brackets, coping with your child's confusing life choices. Which I thought was interesting. All right. Okay. We
1: should We should maybe consider giving a copy of that to Dad.
2: Hmm. I I thought maybe it was for uh, very religious conservative parents who had a gay child. Or
1: something. Well, there's something a bit like that going on in the sense that I now watch f- lots of football.
2: No, what?
1: And daddy what? doesn't understand.
2: What are you uh, talking about? Gender. Okay, think and grow rich.
1: Uh, kids book. No, obviously I'm joking for this one. Yeah, it's pretty obvious.
2: Self-help. It's all about getting rich, isn't it?
1: Yes. And I read an article on a website called Medium recently. And the concept that the guy was explaining was that uh, success should be a social...
2: Success! Yeah.
0: Success!
1: Thanks. It should be a social imperative whatever you're doing do 10 times more if you're really into something and you want to do 10 times more of it that's absolutely fantastic but the problem is is that often it's applied to getting richer and financial gain and there's not enough on this earth to sustain human greed so we can't all have 10 times more stuff and five cars and seven yeah um, different insert something luxurious here this is not exactly my wheelhouse
2: Okay, so I've looked a bit into studies um, in the medical literature that tackle self-help. There are not many. Uh, 2018, Levin et al. study showed that actually self-help books increased the number of students seeking for mental health because it broke the stigma barrier. Okay. So that's a good thing, I think. 2016 uh, Raymond et al. study, they tried measuring the cortisol levels in saliva and depressive symptoms in self-help consumers and non-self-help consumers. So there's no general difference in cortisol levels, but there is more depression symptoms in people who are consumers of self-help. But does that mean they bought the books because they were feeling crap? So
1: okay so how would you how would you summarize the difference between people who who read lots of self-help stuff and people who don't and and again i mean there's lots to differentiate inside this bulk that we call self-help though
2: i don't know but i think if you really have depressive symptoms and you're going to buy three self-help books which are 20 euros each maybe go see a therapist maybe that'll be more worth your money and there's another study, which is a prospective randomised controlled trial using best-selling smoking cessation book called The Easy Way to Stop Smoking. From, this is a study from 2017, which showed to have no effect on people's on stopping smoking.
1: So not efficient?
2: No, no effect.
1: Like your naps? Like
2: no, yeah, non-efficient naps.
1: Uh, by the way, we mentioned non-efficient naps. Maybe we should have a, a little... Um... A nap. Checkpoint. What? To see what's happened to the other issues we talked about.
2: Oh, great. So global warming, plastic waste, still ha- still shambles. Still happening. YouTube algorithm, still shit.
1: <laughs> yes, expletive um, warning. Absolutely. I didn't exactly want to talk about what's different with the issues because they're still the same and they're still there. And they still need to be very much addressed by countries, not by um, a brother and a sister on a podcast but I have tried to re- seriously reduce my use of plastic
0: yay and
1: I am doing that I'm buying everything in glass and I'm trying to use reusable stuff the the, the main yay, problem good for you the main issue that I've had what and it's a very difficult one is that I really like Heinz ketchup and in the Swedish shops they don't ha- they get
2: the glass bottles
1: yeah they do but in Sweden they only have the chilli sauce in Heinz glass bottles and then the ketchup in the plastic bottles so I've bought some chili sauce but it's not as good and every time I serve myself some I'm disappointed with life
2: well maybe try and make your own ketchup
1: no but I like the Heinz one I just can't find the glass bottles ones
2: okay so do you want to talk about your issue now Ben not really <laughs> <laughs> well you're gonna have to so Ben yeah
1: teach us what? how
2: can I not pay tax or oh, is that not the issue?
1: <laughs> oh, um, that is the issue, absolutely. Okay. If you have millions or billions, especially if you're one of the 40 or something people who together have as much wealth as the poorest 3.5 billion people in the world.
2: Okay, I'm definitely sort of, not part of the 40.
1: Right. Okay, Okay. well, if if ever you are one day then you might want to know a few tricks on how to preserve your cash Yay. from okay. greedy states who want to fund stuff like healthcare and social benefits and services. Boo! Boo, Boo right? Go Cayman, <laughs> go Cayman. Okay, well, actually, I've got a, I've got a little song where I, where I um, talk about a few ways to do that. Do you want to you hear, hear a bit of it?
2: I'd love to hear it. Actually,
1: hear it. the whole, the whole of it.
0: Don't touch my mind I tell you man, don't touch it Nowadays it's far more easy Hide your dollars, don't feel queasy Kill don't touch you when you see Sunny trees in Some hummus Don't sweat about farmers Sure they I But no for me They'll be in the Caribbean Private jets And yet I'm seeing What about the poor You say They have so much less Just in Cyprus, soft and nervous with your missus. Secrecy is nice and prettier when you're skiing in Vellia. Doesn't get too much fancy. Good you can't see kids
2: malnourished. the hospital so underfunded when you're dining at the Ritz. Oh, brilliant. That was so nice.
1: What was your favourite lyric?
2: Oh, my favourite lyric was like the... Um the one where, the really transcendent one at the end, I think.
1: Well, tax, tax evasion. Well, what is it? It's not paying tax. So, usually it's done by corporations um, or also by private people. Private people. The problem with... Just,
2: <laughs> private people.
1: Private.
2: I'm, I'm a very private person. I evade tax. <laughs>
0: Sorry.
1: The interesting thing... I think, is to look at back at a time when it wasn't like this and when inequality wasn't growing. Yeah. In the 50s and 60s, in the years after the Second World War, things were going a lot better for equality. Um, there was a huge growth in wealth for the lower and middle classes, and well, also all the usual things that accompany the reduction of inequality. What happened was that in 1944, in Bretton Woods, there was a gathering to decide new rules to ensure that money wouldn't fly around like it did in between the wars. Because in between the two world wars, there was a period of complete craziness surrounding money. It was going left, right, and uh, uh, democracies were failing because they were leading to kleptocracies. Uh, The governments are getting corrupt as money is getting siphoned out of the system and is traveling left, right, and center. This ultimately actually led to people electing extremist regimes and that's what leads to the terrible events of the Second World War.
2: We're still tending to a more right-wing, like extreme right-wing governments in Europe at the moment, that's quite scary.
1: That is what is happening at the moment but that's also because the same thing is happening now, which was happening between the two world wars, before the Second World War started. Uh, When it comes to tax evasion and the way funds are moving about and escaping the state and the tax man's grab. Anyway, I forget what I wanted to say. At Bretton Woods, let me, let me get this Bretton Woods thing sorted. <laughs> These, the guys said, look guys, it was hell of a unpleasant time between the wars and look at the mess we made, let's make oh, that's sure.
2: A very w- British way to put it.
1: I'm not sure they said it that way, but Bretton Woods is in America anyway.
2: Oh, I didn't say anything there.
1: And they decided To have the dollar as the global reference currency, which means all the other currencies are indexed on the dollar, and the dollar itself is indexed on gold, which means if you have an ounce of gold, you always get the same amount of dollars for it, which is I think twenty-five or thirty-five dollars.
2: What's an ounce? I don't know what an ounce is. Who knows what an ounce is?
1: And and then you don't know, don't you? The problem is that in the late 60s, there's a guy called Sigmund Freud. Do you know him?
2: No, Freud, Sigmund Freud.
1: No, a different, a different one. Well, I only know one Ge- Sigmund. Okay, but he's also German-speaking. Don't you know the Sigmund from Sigmund and whatever that opera with Wagner and the guy, ah, Sigmund or something? Anyway, no, it's not, it's not either of those. No. Um, he wasn't an <laughs> opera singer. He was a He was a banker, and he was a banker during the 20s. Remember that interesting period that we talked about? Well, uh, Sigmund Warburg, he had a very good idea. He thought, well, it's boring. It's really, really boring being a banker in England in the 50s, in London, because everything is so regulated by the state. You can't play around with money. You can't make money work for you, which is a banker's job. So he's right bored.
2: Mm it's hard to be jewish in russia it's hard to be jewish
1: <laughs> uh, and, and this is the last thing i have to say at the time <laughs> if you own lots of money it's not like today it was considered that the money wasn't only your property it was also the property of oh. the state meaning that if you have uh, ten thousand francs what you do with it is also the concern of your country if you're french not not only well, your own concern nowadays it's completely changed the, this idea has completely oh, really? vanished during the 80s and 90s. This is gone. But before, this was a complete Well,
2: because you're not allowed to, like, to destroy a banknote or something.
1: Well, because also they understood that the welfare of the state and the welfare of their social security s- system depended on people keeping the money inside the state. And that if all of a sudden you have lots of capital rushing away from your shores, you're in big poopoo land. Oh. So you're in trouble.
2: You use the P word... So that's, that's something. Okay, so evading taxes can be messy, especially when you're an international football player.
1: That was hilarious.
2: Oh, thank you. (laughs) 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 That was so nice of you to say.
1: (laughs) Anyway, what Sigmund did, he thought, hey, I used to issue bonds, which means piece of paper that then can give you access to money later on all the time when i was a banker in germany but rather than having these bonds issued by a bank in new york for example which was at the time what was happening all the time and new york was making most of the money for, from loans he thought of all the chain of events that needs to happen for me to issue bonds and then make money i am going to make sure that every single step is in the right jurisdiction to avoid tax for example issuing a bond it's taxed in London, but it's not taxed in Luxembourg. So I'm going to issue them in Luxembourg. But receiving a bond is taxed here, but not there. So I'm going to do it this way. And also I'm going mm. to pay tax if the company is a bank, but then I'm going to say everything is done through a mot- an Italian motorway construction company. And then every step of the way, this long chain of events, every bit will be placed somewhere different to make sure that the tax remains at an absolute 0%. What happens then... Oh, my
2: God. And is that absolutely legal? It
1: was legal. It was a bit of uh, hustling. Is
2: that legal, though?
1: Yeah, he made sure it became legal because he insisted with the London banks that they should issue these bonds, even if they weren't really from London or redeemable in London. The very interesting thing is is that his whole theory came from one thing, that he understood that there were billions of dollars sleeping in banks It was money from the Soviet Union in European banks. It was money from South American dictatorships here and there anyway. But a huge bulk of it was in Switzerland, who, by the way, have been for the last decades a huge tax haven for many companies and individuals. And there was so much money sleeping beneath um, the vaults of Switzerland that he thought, I'm a banker. My job is to make money work while we sleep. And so his whole idea was to take this mm-hmm. Swiss hidden money, issue bonds with it, and make the money grow. And so he had to convince the people that instead of having this money sleep in Switzerland, he could make it grow. Do you have any idea, by the way, where all this money could have come from in Switzerland? These, these, these billions oh. lying in vaults. The
2: Nazi gold.
1: Well, I, the Nazi I gold. suppose that's a fair <laughs> guess. I don't know myself, but that's a very fair guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so no one really knows no but one come knows.
1: on. <laughs> so so that was the story of uh, Sigmund Warburg and his two buddies. This is a kind of girl. Uh Eurobonds. Isn't it a fun name, Eurobonds? And this is what broke Eurobonds. Yes. Those are the bonds that broke the world. Not the James one. The Euros one.
0: Ooh.
2: Okay. Tell me more.
1: Actually, you can read all about this story in a epic really great Guardian long read which is why I got a lot of this information but um, it always
2: comes back to the Guardian this podcast doesn't it (laughs) well
1: the long reads are really good because they go in depth with the issues which is what we're trying to do in a way that's very amateurish and we're not journalists but we write songs and I don't remember seeing any of that on the Guardian so
2: no take that Guardian (laughs) (laughs) don't even have a song in your long read podcast Sorry.
1: <laughs> so the eurobonds, uh, very much like Sigmund Warburg, then no longer exist, um, only in memory. But tax evasion is a very actual problem because the way that it works for corporations now is that they can they have bits of themselves all over the world. You can have one bit of your company in one country, lend some money to the other, and then the other bit of yourself pays that back to yourself, but with interest. Meaning that.
2: And that's legal, right?
1: That, of course that's legal because uh, it's just oh. a loan. And then the interest that this, the, the receiver has to pay to the original giver of that money is then deducted from, for example, the total amount of money that company made in that country. And then they don't have to pay as much tax on income.
0: Hmm. <laughs> but you
1: can do this, for example, also with patents. For example, if you have your headquarters in, in Nevis or in the Bahamas, and then you say, well, now this patent or this algorithm that I've developed belongs to this headquarter in this tax haven, and any part of the company that uses this patent or algorithm or whatever, then must pay dividends or pay money to the tax haven based headquarters right so Mm. the way that it's working now it's not just loans or bonds traveling all around the world meaning that sleeping money in switzerland can make millions it means that it's corporations and that's the 2.0 version of it it, corporations uh creating fiscal systems so that they don't pay as much tax basically. And that's actually not called tax evasion all the time. It's often called tax optimization. But the result is the same. The result is a growth in inequality and the fact that the NHS in England could be doing better if it had lots more cash. You can ask yourself what's in it for the tax havens if they don't tax stuff. Why would they uh, try and get as much of something that they don't make money from directly, meaning sort of transactions or Um, income and things like this. Well, it's because they make a lot of money from the services. So, of course, you have lots of banks there and then they live off of that. And there were were a few people suggesting that the UK might become a tax haven after Brexit. But actually, that's not realistic at all because you have to have a very small amount of people living in your country for it to work out. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you need a proper system to sustain a proper country with a proper economy. But it works great for Liechtenstein.
2: Well, all the diabetics all run out of insulin, so they'll probably die, and then people will probably starve. So there might be less people in Britain in a few years. What
1: news outlets have you been reading, Marine?
2: Sorry, <laughs> no. They—they're they're really afraid of an insulin shortage, though.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, but a lot of people are afraid of a lot of things. That's because they're not reading enough self-help books to help with their fear.
0: Self-help. I still don't get Pointed. it.
2: Pointed. <laughs> a bookshelf. Okay.
1: <laughs> do, you wanna, do you want to do you want for the benefit of the listener, do you want to sum up how to hide your cash?
2: Well, from the to be money? honest, I don't think our listeners have billions and billions of dollars. But if you have any tips and tricks to hide your trillions, please discuss them in the comments below and we can all grow wealthy together and and thus we will find success. Success. <laughs> success it's
1: all about wealth isn't it the
2: american dream
1: i'll edit that out
2: yeah thank you you should strive to be balanced instead of strive to be successful
1: exactly and you should not strive for abundance because if everybody strives for abundance this planet has a very very few number of years left yeah i mean not as a Actual planet going around the sun, but I mean as a a vibrant ecosystem, right?
2: Yeah, and our species particularly. (laughs) Well,
1: and the other ones because I really like the other ones too. I think they're great and very pretty. Yeah. Especially raccoons.
2: What raccoons?
1: Okay. (laughs) I like raccoons. Did you know there's some red raccoons? Very cute.
2: Oh yeah! Oh, they're so cute. What's your favorite animal? I don't know. Mine is squirrels. I relate to them. Because cool. they're like stressed out all the time and, and forget where they put their things.
1: Maureen, are you are you nervous and forget where your keys are? Yes. Maybe you need to pick up a, a book from a shelf and help yourself.
2: A, a shelf help, yes.
1: You need to stop making what? that joke with yes.
2: <laughs> I, I had only one joke, so. I want to make the most of it. Okay, well, that's all from Ben and me.
1: It's a bit weak, but at least you had a song with more lyrics than last time.
2: Yes, <laughs> and one more instrument than last time. Okay, well, that's it from Ben and me. You've been listening to Issues and Songs. See you soon for the next one.
1: Click, click. click. Come over to patreon.com forward slash issues and songs to support the podcast and keep us talking and singing
0: join us the link is in the description